It is the season of gifts, and what better gift to give than the gift of golf? Right now, Peter Yagen Golf Course is doing a holiday savings of $50 off all memberships through the month of December. Give the gift of golf today with Peter Yagen Golf Course. Take your business to the next level with LW Consulting. We offer eye-catching websites, viral social media campaigns, business development strategies, and so much more. And guess what? We're thrilled to announce that LW Consulting proudly sponsors Wide Left Sports Podcast. Give us a call today at 406-855-6595 or visit our website at lwconsultingmt.com. Welcome to Wide Left Sports this morning. I am joined by Notre Dame High School football coach out in Ohio, Buster Davis. How are you doing? What's going on, man? How are you doing today? You good? I'm doing really good. Excited for this opportunity to be at the Kaz Ion Foundation uh, <laughs> Coaches Clinic. So, Absolutely. you know, um, I guess first off, I just want to know the connection that you have to this foundation and I guess what brought you here. You know, so um, in 2019, um, I got an opportunity to be the D coordinator at Willamette University. I mean, Kit was a basketball coach there, and uh, we developed a really good relationship over the time that we were there together. And after that, you know, we stayed in contact. And then uh, when he started to do the foundation uh, and do all the things that was going on with the foundation, uh, he reached out to me last year and asked me, I want to come speak here. And I said, absolutely. And um, so I'm excited to be here. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um so we talked a little bit about your travels from <laughs> yeah. Ohio. Yeah. And uh, yeah. just for our listeners, because I thought it was a funny story. <laughs> Tell me about that a little bit. So my first leg, obviously, I fly to Columbus. And obviously, it doesn't fly direct here, right? And so that's a kind of not – that's a bigger airport, but it's not crazy traffic here throughout the day. And obviously, mm -hmm. the first thing in the morning. So I left at 7 o'clock. So I'm like, okay. So it's like a, I get like nine minutes for my flight leaves. And I can just walk on in. But the line was literally back from where check-in was all the way back to like where, they, like where we first came to the airport at. So it was like, so I had to go get a, <laughs> I went and register for clear so I could skip the line and still wait 20, 25 minutes to get in the, uh, to, go, to go through. After that, I get on the plane. So I'm like, okay, Kim was giving me a good seat. So I sit right next to the window and I'm a big dude myself. And then I get this other guy, this dude's like twice the size of me, he sits on the outside seat. <laughs> And we were just like, hey, bro, can't nobody sit here at all, right? <laughs> this dude was 6'8". I, I said, hey, bro, you got to go somewhere. <laughs> he tried to ask for the dudes, uh, the five ten. The guy was like, no, nah, you got you to gotta pay. He was like, no, nah, I ain't paying to upgrade the seat. So anyway, the, the guy ends up getting his seat upgraded and going to sit up in, uh, not first class, but like in the first couple of seats after that. Yeah. So I was like, travel there, right? Okay. Then, obviously, the flight from um, uh, Fort Worth, from Texas to here, we got this two seat on each side of the plane. So I'm I'm shoulder to shoulder, right? With this other dude, like two seat, like bro. And this dude ended up trying to sit on my show. I said I had to bend him off three four times get out my shoulder. Sit next to me, man. That was my travel, man. It was uh, it, I'm here now, but uh, the travel was absolutely crazy. Uh, getting here yesterday for sure. 
That's awesome. So you're obviously a high school football coach in Ohio. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about the format because I know it's a little bit different than our call or high school football here, just with the amount of high schools over in Ohio. So I mean, Ohio obviously I think is one of the you know top five states in the country in high school football, right? So they take it seriously there. Um, we are uh, one of the smallest schools in the state of Ohio in, the, in D7. Uh, actually goes up. So we're D7, but it actually goes up to D1. So that's the biggest school category in our state. And, uh, you know, that's, you know, so, but we had a really good year this year. Uh, we, we got here this year and we went eight and four. So it was kind of a turnaround program and we did a good job. So uh, that's kind of how, kind of how Ohio kind of works. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and then, you know, as I was reading your bio this morning, yeah. um, it talked about how you went into that new job and you kind of just completely changed the, um, philosophy of the team yeah so how hard was that to in your first year completely change a philosophy well you know i tell you you know because you know they they kind of they were running the wing team you know they've kind of done this as an exception of the school like in the 50s mm -hmm. and uh we you know i believe in uh, a very up-tempo offense and i believe in spreading the ball out get a guy to you know get the ball to you play America very quickly and our kids adapted to it because what they, what they wanted right so you see things on saturdays and sundays so hey we want to be able to do those same things, right? And so it was really easy to get the the commitment from the kids uh, because they wanted that type of philosophy to come to uh, for their school. And, and uh, we had a really good year. We had an all-state quarterback, you know, who didn't even throw the ball one time the year before, right? An all-state mm -hmm. running back. So we, you know, and, you know, so we did a really good job of, of, of bringing what uh, we wanted to bring here as far as creating a different culture, right? And, uh, and, and we had a good year, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so part of this um, coaches clinic day yep. is they brought in different speakers like yourself. So give us a little bit of a flavor of what you're going to be talking about. So I'm going to be talking about the three, three, five. We really run that ex uh, exclusive at our school um, and pressures and covers that come along with it. Um, I got into this, the three man front uh, probably about seven years ago. <laughs> okay. Because I didn't really have two gives in, two can constrict zone blocks. Okay. And yeah. Play, you know, zone read. And so uh, looking at some of the things that, you know, SDSU did back in the New Mexico State did, and at 3 3, we kind of adapted it. And uh, it's been really good for us for the past seven years. Wow. So for people that don't know what the 3 3 5 is, mm -hmm. kind of explain it and explain some of the advantages that it could have for a team. Well, you know, you always play the three-man front, right? So, um, and it's and it's multiple ways you can get to where you want to get to, right? It's all about it's all about uh, post snap execution, right? So mm -hmm. people think the pre-snap looks like there's three guys in front, but we really kind of we'll, we'll bring a fifth guy, fourth guy, bring no guys, right? But for us, like it, I think it creates, um, I think for cornerbacks, it creates uh, confusion, right? Because like where is there pressure coming? Is there not pressure coming? What are they doing? We show a three high shell the entire time, so it's going to force you to really be on your stuff. Um, and like we talk about, you know, things laterally, right? We want to top, we stop mm -hmm. that numbers outside, um, and then we want to invite the run because we got guys who are fitting the run gap based upon you know what they do up front. So I think it confuses guys up front. It confuses guys in the secondary. It's been really, like I said, it's been really good for us. That's awesome. Um, so what are your advice for high school age kids that want to go on to the next level and play collegiately for football? 
I think there's a couple things. I think one is be a great student, right? Have opportunities and create more opportunities for yourself in the classroom, right? That's the biggest thing. No matter your D3, NAIA, there's a one. Have that GPA so you can create more opportunities for yourself. Um, be a selfless player, right? I think that's another thing, too. When you're playing football, you got to be selfless. Um, love the weight room, right? And don't – and I probably the last two things this year is, is – don't have a coach have to coach you an attitude and effort, right? Mm-hmm. Because when they got a coach an attitude and effort, you can't coach football, right? So those would be probably the four things to me um, are are the things that you need uh, to be to have opportunity to go to that next level and play where you want to play. That's awesome. So in your playing career, you got the chance to play in the NFL, right. which is the highest level of football. It's what every little kid dreams of when they start playing football. Right. So what was that opportunity like for you? You know, like, you know, like you said, when I was a young boy, I wanted to play. Um, obviously, had opportunity to go to high school, did really well, college, and opportunity to get drafted. It's um, for any kid or any person that aspires to reach a goal that's long-term, um, that's the satisfaction of having an opportunity to do because you put the work into actually want to do. And so – I would tell any kid, uh, if you want to go do that, go do it. And don't let anyone tell you you can't do it, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously, I was five foot nine linebacker, right? And you don't see that very often in today's society or the, today's game because you're worried about so many measurables. But um, give uh, credit to the Cardinals for not looking at that and just say, hey, this guy can play football for us. And so uh, it was a great experience, and um, I wouldn't change it for the world. That's awesome. So during that time, what was kind of a highlight of your career and what was your like, I've made it moment? You know, I'll be honest with you, like, so I'm from Florida, right? And Dante Culpepper was a kind of a guy you kind of, you know, know, he looked at because he was the, he was like the face of Florida football. Yeah. Right. At UCF. I grew about 45 minutes away from there and I never forget our first preseason game was at Oakland. Oh, yeah. And got an opportunity to play on the other side of it, right? Uh-huh. So that was going to like surreal moments, right? If this guy that you, you know, grew up watching at UCF and all of a sudden now you're playing against him at the highest level. Um, I think the I think the moment you say you made it is uh, when they call you in on draft day, right? Because it's like that's a big moment for any person that's having an opportunity to go reach their goals and reach their dreams and aspirations of when you get that phone call and that GM or head coach on the line say, hey, you're going to come play for us. So um, that was a very surreal one as well for me as well. And, uh, again, just uh, really appreciative of the teams that uh, I played for in the NFL, but also very appreciative of Cardinals for draft, for sure. For sure. Well, Buster, I want to thank you so much for your time this morning and have a great day at the uh, coaches' clinic. All right, man, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, man, thank you.